We have updates to several Chicago Bears that were on the injury reserve that returned to practice yesterday. We're going to talk about that and what that could mean for the matchup against the Carolina Panthers going down this Thursday. Darnell Mooney also has made comments on his upcoming contract extension. One, it seems like he's pretty confident he's going to be able to find money elsewhere, even if it's not with the Chicago Bears. We're going to talk about it all and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm your host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So we got an update on several Chicago Bears uh, that are some returning from IR, some that are returning to practice. So Josh Blackwell, Khalil Herbert, and Equinomia St. Brown all returning. Uh, they're being designated off IR. They are returning to practice. Now we have updates outside of that as well when you look at the players that are also returning for the Chicago Bears. So Josh Blackwell was a full participant in practice who we just talked about. Um, we also have Jaquan Brisker was a full participant in practice as well yesterday. Uh, Justin Fields was limited in practice still with that thumb. That's to be expected. Khalil Herbert's full uh, was a full participant. Equinomy St. Brown and Tyreek Stevenson, all uh, full participants in practice yesterday. So that's good. Now, we do. It's not all sunshine and rainbows for the Chicago Bears, and it's never going to be for a Bears injury report. At least it doesn't seem like this season, right? Kari Blasingame still did not play in practice. You have Nate Davis, guard Nate Davis, uh, still did not play in practice either. Tremaine Edmonds did not play in practice either yesterday. And then you have Cole Komet, who uh, with the in- uh, knee injury, didn't uh, play in practice either. And then Terrell Smith, also out of practice. So, uh, you know, we got some key returns, still some questions. Um, you know, if players aren't back to practicing today, it may put into doubt their their availability for Thursday's game. You know, we've seen players um, clear it last minute. So we end up seeing what ends up playing a part into that, right? So, but some of those returns are going to be keys, especially for the Chicago Bears against the Carolina Panthers. And so, you know, in looking at some of the things that the Carolina Panthers can absolutely take advantage of, right? I'm sorry, the Bears can take advantage of with the Carolina Panthers. Both teams right now are struggling as far as injuries. The Chicago, the, the Carolina Panthers have a lot of uh, injuries, and they aren't the, the deepest roster uh, anyway. They've lost uh, J.C. Horn, Jeremy Chin, uh, uh, Xavier Woods, all out, right? And then on Sunday, DJ Sharks out, C.J. Anderson, Brian Burns, and none of them practice on Monday either. So, you know, while the Chicago Bears are getting healthier, it seems like the Carolina Panthers may be getting a little weaker. So, you know, especially in a matchup where we got their pick, we want that pick to be the number one overall pick, uh, and so we want to definitely beat them. So taking advantage of them not being healthy and coming into this game on Thursday, really disrupting things, especially when you look at Brian Burns, right? He's the best edge rusher that that team has had so far on the season. 21 pressures on the season. Uh, Justin Houston also has 10. Um, so, you know, when you look at it, their inability to uh, to maybe get to the quarterback could be huge in that. Also, you know, DJ Shark being out, right? And so those are definitely things um, you know, that help the Chicago Bears on both sides of the ball, and the Bears definitely need to look to take advantage of that. And so, you know, when it, when it comes down to it, Braxton Jones coming back, Jaquan Brisker potentially coming back as well, Eddie Jackson, we'll see if he's back on top of everything else. Um, you know, getting the, the, the Bears more healthy to take advantage of some of those matchups, especially with the Carolina Panthers having key players out, you definitely be well for the Chicago Bears in that area. Also, with Khalil Herbert returning, uh, being a full participant in practice, We've already seen what Deontay Foreman's been able to do. We got Roshan Johnson there as well. I still hold out hope for a lineup where we see Roshan Johnson listed as a lineup at the fullback while we have either Deontay Foreman or Khalil Herbert in there in the backfield as well. I just think 
that can, again, you have to have a comp, a competent offensive coordinator to do that. So you're probably not going to see that this season. But outside of that, right, um, the fact that the Bears, one of our strongest things is right now the running game. Having Khalil Herbert come back, not necessarily saying that he's going to come back immediately and have a big impact or play every single down, but having him come back could be big, you know, especially with our offense right now that, you know, we, we haven't overall as an offense been extremely well, but we, we rank at 43.8% in success rate as far as rushing attempts. So, you know, let's help, let's hope that. And the Carolina P- Panthers run defense is bad. They are ranked 32nd um in the NFL uh, right now uh, in the run game. So, you know, you got to be that. We have to be able to take advantage of the Carolina Panthers run game and we'll see if we can do that, right? And so, hopefully we can um and you know, take advantage of one of their weaknesses playing into our strengths. Of course, we'll preview the game on Thursday, so be on the lookout for that. Um, but that's that's another thing that the Bears can definitely take advantage of in this game against the Carolina Panthers, and let's hope that they can. Um, so, you know, those are things kind of looking at as well. And then overall, like I said, the pettiness factor of it. We're going to go ahead and throw in Petty Roosevelt a little bit in on that. Having uh, Being able to get a win over the Carolina Panthers when we own their own first-round pick is exactly what we want to see from this team. And so let's hope that this that we can get a win against the Carolina Panthers on Thursday night football, not only so we can celebrate a dub, but also so we can, you know, keep that pick where we right where we need it to be. Now, we also had some recent um, comments from Darnell Mooney on his pending contract extension, and he said this. I mean, eventually, <laughs> somebody is going to pay. Whether it's here or wherever you go, somebody's going to take care of you, so you've just got to go out there and play ball. It doesn't matter what you're going to do. You can't look for something tomorrow. Whenever it comes, it comes, and you just have to take care of your job. Extensions are a good thing. Obviously, I would love to be here. I love Chicago. I love the fans. I love just being here. Now, the key thing in with that is him saying eventually somebody is going to pay. And that is a mindset that I think even though I don't know if a lot of players would say that, especially with you know pending contract uh, negotiations, but I'm sure a lot of players feel that, right, is that eventually somebody is going to pay them. Now, is he going to get the money maybe that he wants? We haven't really heard a lot of Darnell Mooney, who's coming along over the last couple of weeks, absolutely. But when you look at the season so far, he's had 20 receptions for 300 and... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Seven yards and one touchdown. He's averaging 15 yards uh, per, per catch there, which is good. He's played in all nine games for the Chicago Bears, so that's another good thing, but those numbers aren't jumping out the stat sheet at you. Now, he's been much stronger in the last couple of weeks, right? When you look at uh, the last few weeks for him, last week, five receptions on six targets for 82 yards. The week before that, only one reception. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, one reception on four targets for 41 yards. And then the game before that, four receptions on five targets for 32 yards. So he's starting to come around. But again, those numbers aren't anything amazing either. And right now, Spotrack, or Spot, Spot Rack, whatever you pronounce it, right, uh, they have him right now projected to get a four-year deal worth $12.5 million. That's an annual average salary of $3.1 million. And I'll tell you what, if that's what Darnell Mooney's worth out in the open market, I, I think that it would be good for the Bears to keep him, especially if they end up getting a player like Marvin Harrison Jr. in the draft, right? Again, that's a lot of what-ifs, right? 
But Darnell Mooney in this pending contract uh, situation, while it's kind of came into the season, it was a lot made of it because of the, the situation between him and Chase Claypool. I think that's kind of moved a little bit on the back burner a little bit just because of his performance. And so I don't think his performance has been one where he can try to net a lot of money from the Chicago Bears or on the free agent market. And because of that, I think that, you know, we may see him and the Bears have to settle on a reasonable deal or he could be like David Montgomery, settle with another team, go out, especially depending on what that team's makeup could be. He could maybe thrive there. So, you know, we'll we'll talk about that as we get closer towards the offseason and things like that. But when it comes down to it, the Darnell Mooney contract situation is not something that I think is going to be a major sticking point as maybe it's what we thought it was going to be coming into that season. So. Uh, maybe I'm wrong on that. You guys can let me know what you guys think if I'm if I'm wrong or not on that. But you know, ultimately, it just comes down to the money, right? That's what it comes down to. Every single thing with the Chicago Bears front office so far, it comes down not just to the money itself as far as not paying money, but it comes down to the value in those contracts that Ryan Pohl sees. And if he sees that he's getting value out of a player, what I'm seeing with that, man. Um, but outside of that, some of the concerns right now with the with the Chicago Bears, I say Cole Komet being, uh, you know, on the injury report is a big one just because it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I didn't, at least I didn't expect to see that. So when I did see that, it was kind of a, a bit of a shocker, right? But you know, ultimately we'll see what it is, right? When it comes down to it. Also, Matt Eberflus's press conference. Um, I don't know if in my lifetime, keep in mind, I am about to be 37 years old on December 5th. I don't know if I've ever seen a, a, a coach that is so, so goddamn tone deaf. Him, him talking about it and, and you know, talk about Bajan and blaming uh, the wide receiver for his, for his interceptions is almost like, and I don't want to start any type of conspiracy theory, but it's almost like he doesn't believe in Justin Fields. And, you know, a lot of Bears fans may agree with that and think that even Matt Eberflus is right for that. But I think that Matt Eberflus talks so much about execution and doesn't really take accountability for the failings of him and Luke Getze as an offensive coordinator and head coach. And when you continually do that, and that's your person that's supposed to lead a rebuilding team, it brings concerns from a lifelong Bears fan, at least for me, right? And I've been on record to say, to me, there is nothing at this point, nothing. We are nine games into the season. There is nothing that Matt Eberflus can do that, for me, would dictate that he deserves to stay on as head coach of the Chicago Bears. I don't care if the Bears win out the rest of the games this season. Matt Eberflus has lied outright has been contradicted by his own players he's shown a continued lack of awareness and just how he runs this team and kind of the fault kind of sharing the blame and while he gets on there and says a lot of the right things when it comes down to Matt Eberflus it just does not feel right right he says the right things but it feels like a used car salesman trying to sell you a fucking lemon and so listen I'm just if you can't tell I'm at my wits end really when it comes down to this coaching staff him and Luke Getze to me they both need to be on the first plane, train, or automobile up out of Chicago the moment the season ends, I would like for it to be before then. But it seems like this team is committed to let, let it see through the season, and I don't think that Ryan Poles is going to fire uh, it's gonna fire Matt Eberfuss or remove Luke Getze before the end of the season because at the end of the day, the season kind of has turned out to what it's turned out to. I don't think moving Matt Eberfuss right now is going to change. It's not like you're going to hire your new permanent head coach or they're going to really have time to instill a system or anything like that either way. But really, when it comes down to it, like, and again, this isn't to blame everything on Tyson Bajan, because you guys know we were here. We even said it. It's it's more than Tyson Bajan. The defense plays a part as well. But when, you're, when your quarterback throws three interceptions and has a fumble and you blame it kind of on the wide receivers, and that's not to say that maybe some of the wide receivers are out of position. Maybe they're a little bit behind the ball. But you got you to gotta really take – you can't continue to be tone deaf. And I feel like Matt Eberflus is a narrative seller. 
not a seller on wins. He's a seller on narrative. And I think that that right now is a problem overall with the trust in the Chicago Bears uh, fan base in this in this current regime with the team. It's it's bad right now. It's bad. And so, you know, whether it goes Justin starts or not on Thursday, we'll see what happens if he's cleared or not. When it comes down to it, I'm just tired of the bullshit from this coaching staff. Tired of it. I'm tired of the bullshit from the front office as well. I'm not going not going front on that. I think that they have to be a little bit more political. But when Matt Eberflus just refuses to just say, we did not come up with the right game plan, it's a bit of a slap in the face for me, in my opinion. I'm not going to say everyone has, has, agrees with that, but it just comes down to it. I'm kind of over Matt Eberflus. I'm over this coaching staff. And Bears fans, you guys can let me know what you guys think on everything down below. But that's today's daily episode. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, ChicagoBearsCentral.gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related thanks to you guys. And like we liked in every episode on Shy Town Up, but Bear Down, love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.